Welcome to episode four of the Foy and Jones Show, and this is season five where we are getting back to business. In today's episode, and she's come a long way, she's come from the other side of Brighton, I'm joined by the brilliant Philippa Terrell, and she's from the Kitchen and Bathroom News, and together we're going to talk about advertising, marketing, and how we see the KBB industry shaping up for 2022 and beyond. Hope you enjoy the show. Do you like the music, Philippa? Love the music. Love the music. Here we go. We are amazingly back in the studio. It's episode four of season five. I keep saying this every time. It's season five of my podcast. This series, we are going back to business. And today, we've got a very special guest, Charlie. We've got a very special guest. There was rumours that this lady was going to be our first guest to ever cycle to the studio, Um, but she went one better. She walked here. We are are joined by born in Doncaster, lives in Brighton. She's known to all of our listeners. She's the editor of the Kitchen and Bathroom News, Philippa Terrell. Have I said that right? You've said that perfectly I've right. I've said that perfectly. Thank you. Welcome to the Foy and Jones show. Fantastic. Thank you. You're it's really excited already, aren't great you? Great to be here. Absolutely yeah. great to be here. I've practised all my YouTube intros. Have you? I've gone from Jeffree Star. Well, hi, how are you? <laughs> so, you know, how, how am I doing? How am I doing so far? So so, so far, you're the star of the show. Oh, you, well. You're already the star of the Plus X downstairs. Well, maybe laugh you went... How long has this been here? You live here. <laughs> I know. It's shocking, right? Yeah. But, you know, Brighton, you only go to certain places. You go to the seafront, yeah. you go to the downs, you go to the bars. Yeah, I told you about my Saturday the other day. So, so that, was a, that was a very drunken Saturday we, we had in Brighton. But in terms of this episode, this episode we are going to really talk about what the KBB industry's been through, all right? Because we've been through a lot. You know, we, we've, had to, we've had to ride some tough, tough punches and we've had to keep moving forward, as Rocky would say. It's not how hard you hit, it's about moving forward. But we are almost back together again. We've seen the awards recently. We've seen people hanging out together. How good was it in reception that we could say hello, we could hug, and we can, we can be together and say, this is Charlie. Charlie's a real person. He's not, he's not on video. It's, it's making it good. Um, so we're going to talk about the industry, but Philippa, I'd love you to, to start this episode just in case there might be a listener who doesn't know what you do. You know, do you want to tell us a bit about your background just to, just to bring yourself to life? Hi, of course, yeah. I started the industry a little time ago. I was working it out. It's about 22 years ago now. Oh. I started in bathrooms and kitchens on a, on a trade magazine changed dramatically as, as you can imagine things that we do now from what we did then um i'm now editor of another trade magazine kitchens and bathrooms news um i'm also in charge of our social media channel we have twitter we have linkedin we have instagram and we have youtube so the job's changed massively since i started 22 years ago as you can imagine when it's very much based on print and transparencies and of course the print's still there but Oh my gosh! There's no stopping. Different game, isn't it? It's the, I, I was talking to to, to my my team uh, about this, and, and they don't actually take me seriously. And, and I just say you don't know how lucky you are. You do not know how lucky you are. You know, like if I took LinkedIn, LinkedIn out of your life, if I took Instagram out of your life, if I took all these all these all these channels when how you can communicate out. You'd know how we felt. So, and people don't get that. So, we, we were laughing and joking about it, Charlie, before. Right? We were talking about when I was a young sales rep for a builder's merchant. Um, and, and I had a phone card. 
You know, we were talking about phone cards and things like that. And, and, it, and, and, it, and we have evolved. But you talk about being in a trade publication. I remember, you know, our first months of trading as a recruitment business in 2004, that year. You know, our, our marketing was let's get an ad on the back of the trade news. And let's put our adverts on there, you know, the jobs we're working on. And it took me a few, 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 few months to realise that by the time it goes to print, we filled the roles anyway. So, so it was almost, you know, you needed to, you needed to evolve. But, but it's come so far. If you look back, Philippa, on those 22 years of service, of, of loyal service, do you, did you give yourself a watch at 20? Or? <laughs> I think I should. Yeah, I, I, there you go. I, I think you should. But what, 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 what do you see, see how the changes have been? Have there been like significant moments in time when you're like, wow, it's changed forever? Oh, massively. I mean, obviously, COVID has probably been the biggest change that anybody's faced. Um, and it's all happened in the last 18 months. I'd say it's accelerated the pace of... The digital sphere, without a doubt, um, we're very much print-based. Print is still here. Print is still very strong. But crikey, what you can do with digital is amazing now. And and that we can create hybrids. We very much we have a digital magazine now. Um, and what we're planning to do with that is incredible. But I'll tell you about that later. We will come on to that later. So I'm interested. What when you were at school in Doncaster? Doing your teachers at careers, the careers evening or careers day, and they, you know, there's there's all these different pathways. Um, was journalism something that 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 you wanted to do? How do how, how do you become you? Where, where does it start from? Where does it start from? Oh, that's deep. Hey, I, I didn't buy into the therapy side. Oh yeah, of this, we, we throw a bit of therapy. In. <laughs> we throw a bit of therapy. I'm interested. No, um, when I started, um, journalist was in the mix. Mm. In the mix. Um, however, and this might make you laugh at the conversation we've had earlier. There was also the army and the police force. I thought he was going to say centre forward for Fulham. No, no, no okay. Uh, that was me. You know, careers. Oh yeah, I want to play centre midfield, centre forward for football. I mean, for Fulham, obviously you have to be good. That was the problem I had, and you have to run, and I didn't like running, which makes it quite hard. My problem was I was short. Yeah. So therefore, to be a police officer when you had to Back be then, five foot be... seven, five foot eight, mm. and I'm massively high at five foot three, there was an immediate problem there. So it's like, okay, let's not explore that part. Let's explore the creative part, maybe. And, yeah, journalism has always been bubbling along in the background, and I just enjoyed writing, and it kind of spread from there, really. And it it does, though, doesn't it? And and we ask this question a lot, you know, what did you want to be when you grew up? What would you want to be when you grow up? You know, and you, you, I work with schools and colleges, and you can talk to a room, and you say, okay, so so where do you want to go? And and this is something that that will be real, and it's something that, that I know you're working on with your publication we have to make our industry your industry you know attractive you know and and episode one was about that we're talking about apprenticeships and that pathway but but making the news exciting making the the, what we read interesting making the social engaging and creative that's an eternal battle for you and you've had to evolve Mm. yeah so so that the COVID crisis was a point of evolution. Um, what did you learn about about yourself during that? In terms, in, in just in general, so, oh, so much. I think I learned that I was more agile and more flexible than I thought I could possibly be. Was that yoga, hot bit crowd? <laughs> it should be in Brighton, shouldn't it? <laughs> I I think it was just and that ability that I actually enjoyed learning, which mm. I think I forgot about to some degree because you're too busy doing and not learning and developing new skills, and that I found very important. I found the creativity very important. I love that, what we can now offer, um, 
that it's not just printed words on a page, which are brilliant and just what people need and what people like to do. And it's a whole different experience um, to reading a magazine, to going online. But the, the speed at which you can do it, the storytelling that you can put across... It just opened my eyes. I think would be true to say. It really, it really does, and, and I think, I think get, getting, getting, you know, getting, getting you into the podcast to, to talk about it is it, it actually kind of brings because you know the, the editor. We, we open the publication. The editor's there, page three, page four. It's there. It's on it. But but I often think the the work that goes in to the publication and actually to making it newsworthy and interesting. It, it it can sometimes be overlooked because you know, the brands are all fighting for their identity. People are, are fighting to tell their story. You you've got that power of control in a, in a way of what's what's interesting. What do you want to support? What do you want to include? Um, does the pressure ever get to you? I don't know if it gets to me. I think I'm very conscious that you know it's a very commercial environment to be in. Mm. We shouldn't forget that. Um, but it's really delivering what the readers want and making sure that, yeah, you're doing that job. Mm. Um, you're not going to sue everybody. You're not going you know, to... We have a circulation of 13,000. You know, there's a heck of a lot of readers with a lot of wants. And we write for independent businesses, and as that very name suggests, they've, they all have different wants, requirements, needs. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the easiest job, but it's a very fulfilling job. Mm. And I guess you you get to see, over that 22 years, you get to see businesses, people, you know, it's, it's a lifetime. So you get to see something which starts really small, grow to become really big. You see, sadly, you know, businesses that, that crash and burn and you and you see others that, that are reinventing themselves. And I think the the KBB industry right now needs to needs to be conscious of how it, reinvents itself and how it markets itself and I guess 13,000 readers have got 13,000 different opinions that's 13,000 goods 13,000 bads, 13,000 maybes, I was, I was reading something about, you know, don't say no, say maybe I'm like, but I won't want to say no I, I know Gary Varnachek wants me to say maybe but I don't want it, I want to say no and it's almost like I'm having an argument with myself over what do I say because I'm not going to buy it but yeah. and, and, and how, do you, how do you respond to that so, so where, where, are the, where, where are the pressure points for you as an editor where, what, what's, what, what's the main focus as you, you're building up to like deadlines and publication what, where, 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 what, what makes it a good day for you what makes it? You're asking some great oh, no, questions great here. Questions. I prepared. I went for a run this morning, uh, so, so I, I am at it. That'll be it. I wish yeah. I had my big from yoga. Tra- I did run in these, but I got me new trainers. I showed them off early. Show me the kids. I showed them off early. I got me new, got me new, new, new Adidas trainers. Other brands are available, you know. But if if uh, if Mr. Adidas wants to send me more stuff, it's okay. Hashtag sponsored. Yeah, that's right. I said, oh, see, we could really work together. We could rinse it. We could rinse it. But but no, but but it, but it must be hard because you, you you're never going to please thirteen thousand readers so so is it feedback that motivates you is it is it another booking what 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 is it what, what's good for you feedback is brilliant yeah if you can get somebody to respond to you on social media it's brilliant because often you're writing into the you're writing into the void if you like pretty much on print you certainly you, you can be you're putting it out there and you're waiting i've never written to be fair i've never written to a magazine and gone that's an amazing feature what a what a brilliant headline never so i you know, that expectation isn't there. Mm. So when you do get it, and it probably is more likely through social media, 
When we it's... did, when we were doing some of our um, our employability workshops last year, we were doing like a seven day disrupt how you approach job searching. And one of the days it was um, it was about being nice, being kind, you know, giving something back. And it was actually to 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 recognise someone in your family, in your network, an old employer, someone you work with, coworker, someone. But just recognise someone and actually unsolicited, without being asked, jump onto their profile. And leave them a testimony, a recommendation. Just do it, and, and like it will make you feel good. It will make them feel good, and you know, and you're growing your network from it. And that 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 made a difference to so many people by doing that. I, you know, I, I, I genuinely when I, I I've had some feedback recently. We, you know, we released episode episode one a couple of weeks ago, a couple last week, and we called it a couple of weeks before. But but people were actually saying, yeah, Charlie, some feedback for you, Mister Producer. You know, sounds better. The, you know, the, the music's unbelievable, and you're thinking. Wow, you know, I, I'm only a small part of it. I'd probably do the easy part, the talking. But everyone behind the scenes needs that feedback, and you and you want to share it. Have I told you you had that feedback? Yeah. So so that's good because I'm great feedback. I, I'm guilty. Yeah, I must tell them, and I don't do it. So 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 really, from um, from an editor's point of view, it, it's giving value to to your readers, giving value to it. And and you're thirteen thousand people. Where do they hang out? Where are they from? Are they all? Business owners are they are they employees? Who 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 are your who are your readers? They're business owners, and as I look to it, seventy um, percent are independent kitchen bathroom showroom owners. Um, the remaining thirty are interior designers, architects, house builders. Mm. So it's it's a nice mix. Um, and when I launch the magazine, what I look for is what do they all have in common? That was my starting point, really. What do all these people need? And what do they have in common? Very, very basic, very basic level, product, product, knowledge about that product. Um, we then obviously have built the magazine far more than that. Um, what's going on in the industry? What do they need to know for their business? Um, who's doing what, for example? So it's very, it's kind of a very, very basic framework that we set the magazine up on, and since that, it's developed into what helps them in their business. So very much we're looking at um, recruitment, which we've done with yours, um, your good self, Peter. We're, we're looking at marketing advice. We're looking at sales advice. So looking at a whole rounded package. I see, I see my mate Paul De Silva popped up giving some advice. Uh, on, yeah. on that. I've known Paul forever, you know. So, you know, he's watched Birmingham lose to Fulham longer than I've been alive, I think. But but we have we have a, um, we have a rolling bottle of champagne, bottle of brandy bet, and, I, and I'm stocking it up because we're, we're fine beating them but 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 I, I i read it and i thought do you know what like he's talking frighteningly it's frighteningly simple good advice and as well you know james and stress matters some of some of the content they've put out it's good it's actually good content and it's actually helping people when they may be a bit vulnerable and they may be you know we, we, all, we all think we're okay but we're probably not so 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 that's 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 a game changer because that's new for you to kind of to bring that in isn't it that's very new that came during covid um mm. and a lot of collaborations came during covid at that point because the strategy that we might have started with through it went out the window and now it's like what do business owners need right now and what they need is an arm around them and need a point in the right direction need a little bit of support and to tell you know you're doing all right and you're also part of a community you're not alone that that's really important the the, the community element of it and i and i found that 
as as a recruitment business that supports the sector, we've always kind of kept out. You know, we weren't always welcomed in, and I mean that with love. You know, it's uh, you know, we weren't as out as estate agents who sold the properties when they were finished, but we weren't. You know, we were down there. We were kind of down there. So, 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 what what do you do to to kind of embrace that? It, it, for me, it was always about meeting people. It was about you know, understanding what challenges they're facing and where we can help. And you and your recruitment solution, your attraction, your retention, the onboarding. It, it facilitates that when you know the business. When that was taken away from all of us, it, it was really difficult. I think we, we we pioneered video technology before the pandemic, so so it was easier for us to roll with it and, and take it bigger. But but I watched, and you must have seen this, Philip, you must have seen so many independent showrooms and businesses just dipping their toe in the water, yeah, maybe a couple of thumbs up. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe give a thumbs up to this bit of content here, or I'm gonna put something out, and I'm gonna, and then all, and you just see it moving and moving. And there was examples of really good, really fun, and and then then we we spoke about it earlier. Um, some people were overpopulating their feeds, and and there was like, I must do it, I must do it. Actually, no, and and that that arm around the shoulder, that guidance has to make a difference. Has to has to make a difference. I'd like to think so. It's hard out there. It's it's hard in any industry, whether you're in publishing, whether you're in recruitment, whether you're designing and selling bathrooms and kitchens. It's mm. it's not easy. And uh, you know, furlough affected everybody. The showrooms closing affected people. You know, and it, it's just that, as you say, that little arm around somebody going, look, this this is quick easy wins for you because I think you know we're about the quick easy win as well because mm. um, that. The little bits, they say that about sport, don't they? It's the little margins that make a difference. Small, and I think small that's what we're about. It, the small margins win. And, and, and it is, it is, it is the training, it is the pre- I mean, people laugh. You didn't laugh. You, was, you quite liked it. But people laugh at me when I get my little book out and it's got my like, plan for the episode and it's got this. And so, but, but it actually helps because what, what you're thinking of then is you're thinking of, right, you know, I want this experience. If you're coming onto my podcast, I want the experience to be fun. First of all, I want you to have fun. I want you to smile when you turn up. When I, yeah, and I will share this. When when I smash up my new stand and I and we're rushing to get some sellotape, I want you to I want you to feel the pain and feel the elation when it's still up at the moment. But but it's feeling that it's real people that are doing this, and you you, you have this accessible areas with social media. And and my approach is if I walked into your boardroom, you know, with your with your with you and your leadership team. You would get this, me. You would get the same person, and I'd still talk about my children, and I'd probably get their photo out like I did downstairs and say, look, look at that, look. And we'd talk about that, and I'd talk about what I did at the weekend, and I'd talk about my businesses, but I'd do it with a spine on my face. Um, that's the same me you'd get in a pub or you get in a restaurant. I'd still be as passionate. And giving people access to that, it, it does put you a little bit vulnerable because not everyone's going to like you. And, and and as they say, the haters are going to hate, you know, and, and you've, got to, you've got to roll with that. Um they see me hating. They rolling. Yeah, that's it. Man. That, oh, we're right down with the kids in this episode, aren't we? You know, this is, this is, this is bright and proud. Uh, the Utes. The oh Utes. my god! Come on. We, we are. We are. I'll I, I, I get my missus on here, and it'll be. It'll be. It'll be like. It'll be, it'll be like Grain Jill. Do you remember Grain Jill? <laughs> yeah, I remember Grain Jill. Loved it. Sausage on a sausage. I still think I'm a little bit in love with Jackie. <laughs> Yeah, it went out with Zama. I still think I'm a little bit in love with Jackie, but you know, it's a long time now. I've, I've got to let it go. You yeah, know? Let go. she could be a grandma now. I don't know. Married and two kids late. Go. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm married with two myself. But 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 it is. But we. It's funny though. You look back at your childhood, right? So I was going to bring this in, but I'll bring it forward. So my my introduced introduction to the news was 
the the sports pages of the the, the one of the red tops, all right? So it was either, it was one or the other. And it was, I'd started at the back and I've worked my way around, but that was that was it. There was, we didn't have a telly in the, you know, it wasn't on. So so that was the news for me. It was a printed publication. Um, then, then obviously the Evening Standard was a big part of my life growing up and it was thrown at you as you got out the tubes, everything. So that was a, you know, read all about it, the Standard. So so that was a big part of where I kind of broadened, broadened my horizons and stuff there. Um if I am looking at the news, I still prefer a physical newspaper. This is really strange, right? Really do. If I am reading a book, I can read it off a tablet or a phone, right? And I don't enjoy it the same because I'm not turning the page, but I can do it. Won't look at news, newspaper on there. But when it's like industry related and it's digital, I get really excited. So, so I contradict myself all the way through the journey. Um, how, how, do your, how do your readers adapt? Because they can see you on so many different platforms now. They can. And that's been one of the strangest things, I think, as well. As we're saying, uh, digital has opened up so many more opportunities. It's opened up a broader church of readers as well, to some degree. As I know exactly who the print is, I also now know exactly who my Instagram is and who my Twitter followers are um, through the analytics, obviously. Philippa, it's been great to get to know you. We, we know you're down from Donny. They call me a DFL down from London. You're like a DFD down from Donny. I am. You're down from Donny in Brighton, Sussex by the sea. You're in a beautiful city. You're in a beautiful part of the world. And you're doing a fantastic job with your publication. But this part of the podcast, I just want to call it This Is The News. Okay. All right, so I'm going quite sombre. I'm going quite serious. What should we expect from your news and your publication across 2022? Wow, that's deep. It's not that deep. <laughs> you should never be the news as a journalist. Do you know that? You should never be the story. So I'm kind of breaking all the rules here. Um, what should you be? You're there to report the news. I can't oh. craft the news. The news okay. comes to me. So. How do I select ha- the news? How will you be selecting the news? Uh-huh. And, and, and I'm going to follow, reporting the news. How will I be reporting? Yeah. The- For the benefits I- of people just listening on audio, we're getting very theatrical right now. <laughs> I like to think that we look at it in a very human-centric approach. We, we're there to look at the, not just the downsides in life. There's a newspaper adage, if it bleeds, it leads. And, you know, to that element, people do prefer bad news. As terrible as that sounds. Um, but I think it's about getting behind people. What, what do they need? What is gonna, what's going to go on in 2022? I have no idea anything could happen. I'd hate to predict it, but I'd like to think that we're there, to ha- that it's there to be helpful rather than headline. Philippa, thank you so much. That is an absolute amazing first half of the podcast. When we come back from the break, we are going to talk about the KBB industry. You know, some of the trends and some of the some of the things we, we, we believe we should be looking at and expecting and where the conversation is going to be around next year. We've got um, a couple of announcements to make because we're going to be offering some of your um, one, well, one of your thirteen thousand readers is going to get quite a special treat. So you're going to, we're going to talk about that, and um, we're going we're going to talk about my recent article as well because it's got to be about me. It is my podcast. I've got a bright pink banner. I have to keep it about me. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do.
Philippa, while you're here, we've got to talk about our collaboration. I've I've been not just writing for you this year. I've been performing. I've I've been uh, I've been putting myself on video in different locations. I always try and outdo myself. Here I am on the beach. Here I am. Here I am wearing a funny hat. Here I am. But we have been talking about a subject very close to my heart, and you mentioned it earlier: recruitment. And we've been looking at recruitment through different different angles. You know, if you are a hiring manager or an employer, treat people how you like to be treated yourself. If you are, you know, looking to access the hidden job market, it doesn't exist. So how can you access, how, how can you create it? This month, we've been talking about being your own advocate. And I've, and I've written about really, really thinking about your next move as the most important decision you're going to make. It's life-changing, okay? So so while I've got you here, um, I was just going to kind of put this part of the podcast really relevant to our, to the article. Um, we were talking earlier and we were saying about how easy it is just to hit apply. We've got to change that, haven't we? We've got to change that. And that's what my article's talking about, making it count. From from your experience, what do you think if you were, if you were looking back about making an application count or someone's applying to you? What, what yeah, Let's say I wanted to be a, be a journalist for you. I wanted to join your publication. What could I do to get noticed by you? Well, I would say, and I did it myself, so that's why I can hand on heart, when you asked me about being a journalist earlier, I probably skipped out, that it was probably at uni when I made that wholehearted decision. Yeah. And when I did, I went and worked for the local newspaper. I did it, I called them, I asked them if I could come and work for them for free, I sat at the news desk, I, I learnt the trade... I went out with a photographer, best day of my life. Thought I'd, thought I'd made it because somebody is a jeweller, still got the cutting somewhere. A jeweller had got a gold watch for 25 years of service. So, yeah, you're right, I'm owned one. That's when you felt you'd made it, that's what you were doing, you know, as a proper journalist. Where was the jeweller? Uh, it's in Coventry. Coventry? Coventry is where I went to uni, so yeah, so big up the Coventry Evening Telegraph. <laughs> uh, I was in the Lytton Tree in Coventry a few weeks ago, about a month or so ago, just before Fulham lost. That was a, that was a, that was a great afternoon. Um, but that's it. See, what, what I'm going to take out of that, and, and I'm going to use it and, it, and it can be drawn from the article, is that you wanted to do something, so you didn't just put a letter in the post box back then and, and hope it got opened. You know, you, you knocked on the front door and said, let me prove myself. Give me an opportunity. And that's changed your life. Absolutely. That has been a life-changing moment. And what breaks my heart, and this is the, the main thrust of the article we've got, is that people are not making it count with their job applications. And there could be lots of reasons. It could be frustration. It could be I'm overwhelmed. It could be I'm underwhelmed. And they're hitting apply. And the technology doesn't help because if you go on any of the job boards, it's so easy. You've got your CV preloaded. Apply, 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 apply. The covering letter is a thing of, it's a thing of the past. You know, I mean, I, I, I get quite excited if someone's put a covering letter in application. I'm like, wow, that's, that's really nice. And I'm thinking, is it old-fashioned? No, it's actually not. So, so what I say is no, job at, no jobs are changed the same. Every opportunity you're going for has got a chance to change your life. So please personalise it. Think about what the other people's going to read, how it's going to be received, and how your application is going to make them feel. And, and I really believe in this. Making someone feel good by your application is going to get you noticed. That's what got you your, your gig. It's what got you your work experience. Absolutely. Show what you can do. Also, just do it off your own back. Don't wait. Don't wait for people to come to you. Get out there. Be, you know, in terms of my line of work, there's a lot of things you can do for free. Get your blog started. Mm. 
that could happen actually in anything. And, I mean, that's, it's and that, designable. And, and, that's, and that, that transcends straight into the KBB industry. We're working with job seekers daily. We're talking to hiring businesses daily. And, you know, there's a talent shortage in one conversation. There's no suitable applicants in another. I've got too many applicants in another. Depending who you're talking to, you know, the great resignation, one in four people want a new job. Okay, do they? Not in my world because I've got positions where, you know, we can't get one person, let alone four people interested. So you are in different times. I think we've got a loyalty to employers. But if you are out of work, and this is the, this is the closing bit on this, this, this little section, make your application count, do something differently. And if you go that little bit extra, you'll be in the one or two percent that get hired and you change your life for the better. And sometimes aim high. I'm high. I once sent off an um, application to take a break. Sorry, take a break, but it's true. I got turned down for free work experience. I thought, if I'm going to get turned down by take a break, I'm going to apply to Vogue. I did, and I got the free work experience. Boom. And that's what we're going to end this video on. Charlie, over to you. Philippa, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'm so glad, I'm genuinely so glad you strolled across because actually what you've done is you've brought personality to, to, to the show and, and it's kind of knocking down the preconceptions of what a publication does because we all have opinions and we, you know, it, it, you see it online, you see the content you're supporting and you're doing a lot of good for the industry and you've actually offered people like me the chance to to give our opinion and and be seen and heard and, and read by a wider audience so heartfelt thank you you know because it's great to be part of it what 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 as we get back to business because i've promised charlie i will stay on subject kind of so the series season five is back to business what what should we expect from the kitchens bedrooms and bathroom industry across 2022 from from how you see it big question <laughs> I love big questions. Big question. What would you expect to see? Uh, I think in terms of the industry, in terms of how busy it's going to be, I think it's going to roll over from this year. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say, yeah, it's going to roll over from next year. It seems, speaking to retailers out there, that they're already booked up, probably to about April, Easter time. I would like to think that we could sort out some of these stock issues, but let's be honest, I think these are these are ongoing issues that we're having to learn to deal with at the moment. So I think that will be continuous. That sounds very dour, doesn't it? Sounds very dour and doom and gloom. A KBB is coming around the corner, so KBB in March. I think we'll see us all getting back together as an industry. I think that think could be a good were, thing. Do you, think, do, you think, do you think it will get back to the attendance numbers of before? Or do you think there'll still be? Because, you, know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, it depends what news channel you have on, doesn't it? You just don't know where we are. But events have got to come back. We've got to, we've got to now get back to business. That's what this whole episode's about for me. So let's, let's just take one of the areas there. So, so, so we know that the supply issues are going to stay, but the, the demand's there and it will roll. I agree with you. I think we're going to see a real positive start to 2022. The business owners I speak to who will be in your listeners, they'll be in, they'll be in, they'll be out in my listeners and they'll be in, in your readers. They are very, very confident. They're very positive. They've got to work hard, but, but the demand's there. Um, I think, some of the challenges we're going to face will be recruitment. You know, we just we just spoke about that. And when I like, started calling, we we're talking about use your personality. Job seeking, one size doesn't fit everyone. I genuinely believe, Philip, and it'd be great to get your take on it, that if you're hiring 
one size doesn't fit everyone either. One size doesn't fit all. So we need to see words like flexibility, diversity, job sharing, perhaps introduced into some of the more traditional roles. That's a challenge, isn't it? You know, Absolutely. To, to do that. I think I think the days of the you know nine to half five are done. Yeah. I think that maybe arguably. I don't know what my bosses are going to say about this, but the the office. Oh, I'll, I'll say something. I'll say something for your bosses. Blended. I, I I see you as like me, thirty hours a day, eight days a week, Philippa. That's what I see. So so, but but you know, I'm a business owner, so so I'm going to graft, and I don't expect my team to do that. But but we do embrace flexible working. We were letting people work from home pre-pandemic, so we just accelerated it in pandemic and did more of it. But for me. If I'm talking to Charlie, you know, about a new position, no good me trying to get him at four o'clock when he's in the studio recording. Mm-hmm. I need to talk to him at six o'clock in the evening. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's, it's that way. And I, and I do believe that there are KB, business, KBB businesses that are missing a trick and they're losing, they're losing potential sales because they are just not making themselves available at different hours. And, and that's, uh, you know, and, and I throw that in in a lot of recruitment topics and I get looked at, I get daggers, Philippa. People, they look at me like, how dare you tell me when I should open? I'm not telling you that. I'm just saying that if I wanted to buy buy one of your beautiful bathrooms, I'm not going to come at two o'clock in on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm more likely to come like on a Sunday evening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's like, there's a famous hockey player, is it Wayne Gretzky? You'll know more than I yeah, do. i tell you what, your name dropping spot on. <laughs> and basically he said, somebody said, um, what's the secret of your success? And he said, I go to where the puck is going to be. And I think that's where it is. is Go to where your customers, go to where your customers are now, but go to where your customers are going to be. Charlie, that's a really good bit. That that there, that there, that that Wayne Gretzky, where the putt's going to be. That that's podcast gold. Okay. That's worth that's worth the admission fee all along. Okay, just mic drop. Boom, I'm out of here. Right, that's Boom. it. I mean that 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 was absolutely fantastic. So so we're all going to dress up in ice hockey kit. That's what you're expecting <laughs> in 2022. That's, that's what I'm hoping yeah. for. Yeah, totally. But but but, but, but I, I will say this, and this can go out, and I want people to share it. I think it's going to be a good 2022. I think it will be a good year. I think the businesses have got every chance to be successful, and we've just got to keep being stronger together. And 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 that arm around the shoulder approach is is what we need now. We don't want to be shouted at. We don't want to be dictated to. We can support and educate each other, can't we? I think that's absolutely going to be it. I think it's going to be a stronger community. Sorry, I'm still slurping Diet Coke as I'm talking. But I think that's what it's about. I think it's developing community. It's helping people. It's not being authoritative and being dictatorial about what's going to happen and what we should do and what our readers should do. It's more like this is what's happening and what can we all do about it. Fantastic, fantastic. So, sadly, sadly, it brings us towards the close of the show all right so So i know it's so so i mean we've been in here over an hour you you wouldn't know that but we have you know there was there was some shenanigans at the start but we're here and and i think what we if we go back through the episode you know we 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 you're 22 years in so you've seen the industry change we've we've looked at the news now and we report the news we report the story we don't write the story i thought that was a that was a really powerful takeaway but with 13,000 readers, you're a serious player. You know, you're, you're a serious publication and you're, you're putting positivity out there. What I would like to do, 
is you've enjoyed yourself so much here today, all right? So we want to give this experience out. So we would love to, Philippa, and you can control this. You can do this however you want to do. But we would like to give one or two, say two of your, two of your readers, the chance to join us for a recording of the Foyne Jones Show. Access all areas, so behind the scene, meet Charlie, listen to the music, see where we record it, how it's put together, and then a few weeks later when it drops on iTunes and it drops on Spotify, you you can be part of that experience, which is actually quite quite exciting. So do you want to get behind that and we'll we get that out for you? That's cool. We'd love that. We'd we'll love do, that. We'll do that for you. So uh, so that that's definitely there. Um, from my perspective, I'd love to take the partnership that we have you know, to a different level in 2022. So so that's going to involve um, the work we do at Foyne Jones, but also the work we do at Jones Digital. And that that video and that storytelling, I think we can really collaborate and, and, and make it exciting. You up for that? I'm up, totally up for that. We're all about collaboration or feet. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, I mean, this is this is this this is quality. Jones. So, so we are going to keep working together. We're proud to be a partner. We're proud to collaborate. We are going to keep working together. This podcast is about sending positivity and inspiration back into the market. Have you got anything you'd like to close the show off? You've got my listeners. You've got your readers. Anything you want to end this podcast with, Philippa? I think it's just keep going, keep going strong. It's aim for what you want. And go for it. There's nothing holding us back at the moment. This is a time of complete creativity. Go to where your customers are going to be. Go to where your customers where where, where you're going to be. I think that's the takeout of this episode. All right. We we've spoke about Brighton. We spoke about Doncaster. Naturally, I've brought a little bit of Fulham Football Club into it. Nowhere near enough, to be fair. So so it shows I'm not bored because that's my go-to when I'm bored. It's been a great episode. Um, I hope you you might not want to do another 22 years because that. But I hope you continue to go from strength to strength. This has been one of my most enjoyable episodes because you know it, it's just different, and we're looking at it through the through the eyes of someone who's in media, who's looking at the social content of what our industry does. We all know we can improve, but I, what I'd like to say is it's been fun. Have you enjoyed yourself? Been loving it. Absolutely loving it. You look like you've been buzzing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's been real, it's been real good. So we're going to definitely get you back on next year. Philippa, thank you so much for being part of the Foy and Jones show. That was episode four, Back to Business. Big shout out to our sponsors, Charlie, Marcel at MHK Holding UK. He helps make this podcast possible, but we are nothing without our guests. So genuinely, I've just got to say this, big shout out to Emily. She told me that I would enjoy your, your, your presence on the Point Jones Show. She has not got it wrong. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Philippa. No, thank you for the invitation. Cheers, Pete. <laughs> Philippa, one of the things before we wrap up, I always try and have something special for special guests. And I have got for you, courtesy of my wife, Jane, two homemade chocolate brownies. Oh, that's awesome. There you go. That is awesome. That's my breakfast for tomorrow. All right. I, I want you to enjoy them. I, I, you know, feedback isn't, isn't desire, but they were freshly made this morning for you. You'll get feedback on social media. Oh, I tell you what, if you Brilliant. do that, that's all we can ask for, all right? And okay. you can eat them both or you can share them with someone you love. It's up to you. There is nobody I love enough.
that's the end of episode four. Thanks so much for listening today. Before we wrap up, let's say a big shout out to our season sponsors, Marcel Creasy and the wonderful team at MHK Holding UK. You cannot miss next week because next week's episode, I'm joined by John Davis of Smeg UK. He's got a story to tell. He's going to inspire you with their marketing success and it's going to be a listen that you should not miss. See you next week.